everybody, welcome into the Fill My Heart podcast. I'm Drew Absher. I'm Parker Newman. See, this is a good song, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good song. Are you mad at Rage Against the Machine, too? No, no, I don't. Th- I, people, look, people who are mad, Parker's referring to there's been online outrage. First off, the people who are outraged online about Rage Against the Machine's ticket prices are the people who bitch about people bitching about shit. Yeah. So that's what like it's always my dad's friends or like just online dudes with goatees that are like <laughs> they sold out. I'm like you guys bitch about literally everybody who complains on the internet, <laughs> and now you guys are doing the same. But like, do you know about their their charity tickets? Um, yeah, I have heard that it is for like charity. Yeah. Right? So, um, the context is really important about. It. Sorry. This, hey, welcome into the podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. Basically, what <laughs> happened is. Uh, you know, bands are, they don't make money on records anymore. And Rage Against the Machine isn't putting out new music. Mm-hmm. So the only way they're making money on this tour is through ticket sales, right? And merch. Yeah. And so they kind of have to charge ticket prices. And it's the venues that spike the prices on tickets. Mm-hmm. Not, the, not the bands themselves necessarily. Like if they want to play Golden One, the Golden One's going to take a flat fee, right? So then they have to charge enough for the tickets to make up their own costs. And then on top of that, one thing that bands are doing is they're trying to get, you know, when you watch, if you're a band and you watch resellers grab your tickets for a hundred bucks and then charge, you know, 1100 for them, you're doing the math going, we're losing a thousand dollars on that ticket, Mm -hmm. right? We could be making a thousand dollars more. It's called like scouting, scalping, scalping. Yeah. Scalping for ticket scalpers are the people who steal the tickets. So what a lot of bands are doing is instead of scalpers they're charging what are called premium ticket seats mm-hmm. or platinum or some some kind of verbiage like that and then they will charge you know instead of that floor seat being $150 now it's a platinum seat and now it's $900 right but what oh, okay. raging and a lot of bands are doing that and then pocketing the profit mm-hmm. but raging against the machine is doing is they're called raging against the machine charity tickets mm-hmm. so you pay the $900 anything over so any ticket sale for the tour over $125 goes to charity. Oh, okay. Yeah, so basically by buying the $900 ticket, you're seeing Rage Against the Machine front row and donating $800 plus or, you know, $700 plus to charity. Yeah. So it's like, I get why people are mad and I get, like, I see where people are calling hypocrisy, but that's a pretty fucking cool thing to do that they don't have to be doing. They would sell out the tour whether or not they were donating the money to charity. Yeah. It, it is better, but at the same time, uh, people, regular like working class people, don't have the money to donate that much money to charity. Totally. Against the Machine does. No, but normal people, not normal people, but people who are going to spend that money on tickets yeah. aren't going to donate the 900. Like, it, it's not like Rage Against the Machine or donated to charity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, People like, for example, I just spent. We're taking my dad out to New York for to see the Yankees. Yeah, play. They sold out. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the Yankees did. You're right. Uh, but for three games, I spent, you know, upwards of twelve hundred dollars on tickets. I wasn't. Wow. It wasn't like it wasn't like Yankees That's or insane. donate that. Well, I mean, it's money that we have saved up. Like I've been saving up for this trip. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't like. But my point is, is that like I wasn't saving up. Like I'm just going to stockpile some money, and then if I find a good charity, I'm going to donate it. Like I was donate or I was saving up for a reason. And a lot of people who have the money to spend on tickets are going to spend it on bands they want to see. And if that band's deciding to donate to charity, I think that's pretty cool. I just think that the the outrage of it all is so stupid. Like to not have any idea how bands are making money right now is your fault. If you don't know how a band makes money, like nobody makes money off streaming. Yeah, Spotify. Like I, I heard something like Peter Frampton made literally like a thousand dollars. From like all his stream, which is insane. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, insanely low. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it it's a ridiculous like chart of how to make money, and the only people who make money in streaming are people who have exclusive deals. Yeah, and most artists aren't big enough. To, I will say this: Rage Against the Machine's kind of bitchy for doing Coachella. Yeah, that's t- where <laughs> I think the criticism is totally fair. Like that is shitty, but they're probably getting a fat check from Coachella. That yeah. allows them to be able to donate the fucking money to charity. So right. I know like Cardi B last year 
or two years ago when she did Coachella, and she wasn't even a headliner, got $50,000 for two two shows. Jeez. So. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, like people like put a lot of like, you know, their hopes and dreams into like a band like that and it's like dude they've been rich for so long <laughs> like right. it's not like yeah you know what i mean it's kind of like it's kind of dumb to say they sold out just now when really they've been rich like they've been extravagantly like you know making money for so fucking long like that exactly yeah and that like that's a good point too is like People criticizing Rage Against the Machine. By the way, we should probably move on from this eventually. But yeah. no, no. But we'll get into Green Day. <laughs> they're fucking uh, <laughs> Which they are. They they should die. But <laughs> but I think that Rage Against the Machine is anti-capitalist. They are would never argue that artists shouldn't get paid. Yeah, you true. know what I mean. And that's like, a good point. I, that's how I look at it. Is like, wait, so because they're anti-capitalist, they should also be like, no, man, I should be getting paid as much as a coffee shop. It's like <laughs> not really. You know, like, good artists yeah, get paid true. whether, like, I know that, like, in a communist society, that's not how it works, right? But, like, <laughs> I think that Rage Against the Machine would be like, yeah, no, we're the one of the biggest rock bands of all time. Of course, we should be making more than, you know, fucking dick spitters who yeah, are playing Ace of Spades. Mud, yeah, like. Puddle of Mud. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Whatever your fucking, your choice of shitty band go-to is. But, um, anyway, dude, how was your week? <laughs> Uh, it's good. I've had a Rage Against the Machine con. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, I won't back. do what you tell me. <laughs> Just bring it on an infinite loop. Um, <laughs> um, let's see, what I do? Um, not much, really. I fucking, I'm down to 222. Yeah, dude. So I'm really happy about that. So that's How do you feel? 28 pounds. I feel a lot better, you know, um, but I definitely have a long way to go. Like, I've been watching the show My 600-Pound Life, uh-huh. and it's crazy because watching it, like, I'm like, oh, the only thing separating me from these people is my metabolism. <laughs> like, you know, that's the scariest. Are part. you talking like habit wise? No, no, just metabolism. Like, I definitely, yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, no, you're right. Habit wise, totally. I'm just the fucking, like, same, really, you know? Yeah. Like, it's all the same like, in shit. mindset wise and shit. Yeah, totally. It's just, uh, it's like watching someone, you know, uh, snort or smoke heroin versus inject it. Like that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's a that's an interesting way of putting it. Yeah, but so I've know. been doing that too. <laughs> Helps me lose weight. Um, I will say. <laughs> my favorite part about my six hundred pound life is I don't know if he's still on there, but they have like I think he's like Doctor Now. Yeah, he's like <laughs> Middle Eastern or yeah, or like, and he's just a fucking an honest prick to it's them. So funny. He's like, you're going to die if you keep it up, <laughs> and yeah. they're just like. Uh, the doctor said I should probably I can eat donuts still, yeah. and he's like, "I never said that. You're lying." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he had this one line that is so good because this one lady's just like, "But I just I feel so hungry," and he goes, "I'm looking at you. You don't look malnourished." <laughs> like, <laughs> Amazing, so dude. Yeah, this he should be a roast writer. Yeah, he really him Gordon Ramsay because I've been <laughs> yeah. watching. Him too, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, fucking love him, dude. I just he's the best. Cause here's the thing with all the people who like, I'm like, oh, they're at the top of their game. Like none of them are witty. Like like they're all kind of vapid. I feel like a lot of successful people. Yeah, on some level, but he's just so like you could talk to him like a person. I feel he's a former like almost professional soccer player. Oh yeah, I think he gets a lot of his like shit talking from the sports world because like you (laughs) have to be able to shit talk in sports. You know what I mean? Like, really? Oh fuck yeah! Like it's a confidence thing. Like you have to be able to be like, ah fuck you. You know, like you have to be able to be like, this fucking guy thinks he's better than me. Really? He's a piece of shit. You know? And I think that Gordon Ramsay carries all that a lot into whatever he does. He's He's so great, dude. I love that guy. Yeah, I just I really want him to like accidentally snap at his daughters because he thinks he's at work still. <laughs> Get back on the fucking line, you fat cow. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry, sorry. Daddy takes work home with him. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. Uh, dude, I had some I had some fun shit happen to me this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not going to be nearly as depressing episode as it was last week. Yeah, jeez. Apolo- I appreciate everyone reaching out. Apologies if uh, the episode made you sad or whatever, but... Uh, uh, dude, it was so funny at my job yesterday. This we're recording this on Thursday, so yesterday, Wednesday, uh, a gorgeous, gorgeous girl, mm-hmm. my type. Yes, you know what that means. 
Asian. <laughs> Very Asian. Uh, I thought you were going to say type A. Like <laughs> a joke. No, she like comes up and she's just like, like she's got like, she's beautiful, but she's also got like, you could see like she's got like tattoos on her breasts and yeah. like on her knuckles and stuff. And like one of my biggest turn-ons is, and we've maybe talked about this on the show. I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I love a girl who has n- almost no care about herself. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in, in a, in a, in a controlled way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like a disaster in front of me, right. but I do like a, like a girl who smokes cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I've always like found very attractive. Cause I'm like, she doesn't give a fuck dude. Like that's <laughs> so cool. And so I'm like looking at, I'm just like fucking jaw on the ground at this girl. She comes through my line and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to like charm the pants off her. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to flirt and I'm going to be so charming. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, it's like 10 a.m., 11 a.m. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's going good. I'm like, what are you up to? And she's like, oh, I'm on my lunch break. And I'm like, oh, where do you work? And uh, she just goes, I work at a uh, a private business. What? (laughs) I was like, oh, she's some kind of sex worker. (laughs) I was like, ah, like I wanted to be like. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I thought that like I was I was just trying to have like a charming interaction with yeah. you. I didn't mean to be like but I feel like maybe this is my own insecurity, but I feel like she was like, "What do you think I do? Fucking idiot. I have t- like titty tattoos and I'm buying a fucking thing of like I'm buying a salad on my lunch break at 10 a.m. Like I'm obviously who a fuck? stripper." Yeah, who who wait, there's strippers at 10 a.m.? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. What? Who yeah. gets up that early to see a stripper? fucking weirdos dude but like people like i I don't know about it i've never this is going to be unbelievable to a lot of people but i've never actually been inside of a strip club yeah um it's just been outside peering in a lot cheaper that way (laughs) just every time the door opens i go oh (laughs) (laughs) um but uh no but like there's people who claim that like strip clubs have like the best food in the world and like people will just go for lunch like I don't know, I don't I don't get it. I don't know anything about it. But anyway, but That's then like weird. I just thought about like all the things I could have said to like cuz like in my head I was like, well that that's over. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not going to continue this, but I was like, what if I was just someone who like continued the interaction anyway? <laughs> because like you could just be like, "Oh yeah, what's the private business do?" You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could be like, "I don't get it." But I just like I clammed up and I didn't know what to do. And uh, but afterwards, I was like, I should have been like, oh, yeah, I thought you looked familiar (laughs) 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 or something like that. Like try to be witty. But um, you should have said like, oh, yeah, well, I'm a fan of your private business. (laughs) In fact, I'd say I'm your only fan. (laughs) 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 Been like uh, how private we talk it. Money can buy anything. huh? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then do the other thing is uh, coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Did you see my Instagram story? No, I didn't. Dude, so I have school. Oh, wait, yeah, I did, actually. I have school on Thursdays, and uh, I get there at, like, 1130 for class to start at noon because I'm habitually early, and uh, I get a text message first that says, urgent, check your email from Los Rios, and I'm like, what the hell? So I go to my Los Rios email, don't have anything. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I check again, like, two minutes later, and I get an email and this is what it reads. It says, uh, sorry, I should have had this pulled up. It's You're slim. I wrote you, but you still ain't going. Uh, it says both American River College, which is not a college I go to, and Kasumnas River College, which is a college I go to, have learned <laughs> that a student from each college, both who work as medical professionals, were exposed off campus to an individual who has since tested positive for coronavirus and is being treated in Sacramento County. County health experts have indicated that there are no indications at this time that the members of the campus communities are at risk of potential exposure to the virus. Pretty much after that was like, all right, have a good day. Yeah. And so then I had to like walk to class and then I'm seeing people with masks on. Oh, really? Dude, it was the scariest shit. And then like we get to class and the first thing my teacher says like, you guys kind of freaking out about this coronavirus thing? And I'm like, yes. Like, why are we in class right now? Yeah, totally. I I don't get it. It's like, what's the fucking harm of canceling class for a week to make sure? Because, you know, the gestation period is like two weeks to 20 days. Good God. So, like, you won't know if you have it for two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. 
So, like, none of us are showing symptoms right now. Yeah. But in two weeks, we all might have had it. God, just like herpes. Two <laughs> weeks, and then you're in the clear. <laughs> Is that how it works? No. Oh, I was going to say. I'm, I keep telling myself that. <laughs> scratch, scratch. <laughs> uh, but, dude, so weird. Uh, yeah, that's. I actually had something kind of weird happen. My dad, well, this is normal for the most part, but my dad uh, called me and... Uh, I was chopping vegetables, actually, and he called me, and he's just like, uh, he said, like, yeah, um, tomorrow I want you to, like, get a bunch of canned goods and buy some masks, because uh, he said, like, the stock market hit a, a historical low today, like, the economy's Yeah, dude. And then, uh, but he always says this, but, like, also, though, like, you know, I just, but... Yeah, the corona thing freaked me out more. Dude, I'm so on your dad's side because the thing that freaks me out the most about the coronavirus is the stock market collapse is like crashing mm-hmm. and like three CEOs stepped down yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, and if you're a follow the money guy, dude. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is just blissful ignorance, but I would say I think of the stock market as like, oh, it's just, it's not really a true grasp of how the economy is it's more how a few rich people are doing yeah but, but maybe it's ignorant no 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 you're not wrong okay but it, i think that that's true on a day-to-day basis but when the stock market starts collapsing because of a disease oh because like that's what freaks me out is because then i'm like what do the fucking rich people who trade stocks know Oh, yeah. You know, that's where I get freaked out is like, because I'm a follow the money guy, dude. I think that most of the world's problems can be explained by following money. Yeah. And the fact that like, dude, the CEOs of, of Salesforce stepped down yesterday. The CEO of Disney stepped down yesterday. Michael Eisner? Or no, what? Michael Eisner's the guy who's now, uh, Michael Eisner's the guy before. It was Bob oh, Iger was okay. this guy. Bob Iger's been the CEO for years. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Michael Eisner was the guy before him. But oh. Bob Iger's like stepping down he wasn't supposed to step down until next year oh okay and now he's stepping down early and i'm like uh why why is this all happening in like 36 hours and the stock market's collapsing yeah it's scary i don't know yeah. anyway guys uh <laughs> well maybe everyone should go see their doctor you know what i mean and speaking of doctors uh let's get into some clips <laughs> yeah uh yeah i don't know oh it is funny because i did get a tinder message uh Right before uh, this, and it was kind of funny. Uh, I unmatched her because <laughs> I I read um, like everything seemed fine in her in her profile. Then she said, "Also carrying a baby." By the way, every like super trashy girl on Tinder has to say like yes, blank blank blank, or <laughs> no blank. It's like you sound like such a dick. <laughs> like no matter. <laughs> By the way, it's not just girls. I know that guys do too, but I just don't see those but yeah like yeah and she said and yes i'm carrying a baby if that <laughs> like if that's a problem then bye and it's like yes it is like <laughs> that's a huge problem i would rather you have coronavirus <laughs> at least that'll leave but, um, uh and so i just said like because she said carrying a baby she didn't say i said yeah are you a surrogate and then she just said no I'm like, isn't that a weird thing to say, carrying a baby, if you're yeah. not like a surgeon? So she was like fully pregnant. I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's that's weird to Very phrase it weird. like that. Dude, how how are you about to be a mother? Maybe she's just a lady who doesn't want to get her hopes up too much. <laughs> Maybe. But it's just so weird to be like, oh, I'm about to be a mom. I better download Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, I've seen a couple ladies on there that are pregnant and yeah. in the past and I'm like you're not going to be a good parent. I'm you're sorry. like you're like what's the goal here? Yeah, exactly. Like cuz what I don't know, I can't think of a guy. Like if you're fully pregnant, you got like you you had some kind of maybe it was a one night stand that got you pregnant, but that's even more of a red flag for most guys. But yeah. at like best case scenario, you were in a relationship within the last you know, 9 to 3 months. Yeah. That like how do, how is any guy so what's a guy like first off are you looking for a hookup? Which okay, if you are that's fine. There's a there's a market for that somewhere. But if you're not and you're looking for a relationship, I just don't see a lot of guys diving headfirst no, into just wait. Yeah. Dude, it's, just... it's bizarre. I don't know. That but hey, 
dude, I don't know. I, we're all mentally ill. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, so. Everyone on that app is fucking bizarre. You know? Yeah, it's not a good time. Yeah, anyway. That being said, I have a date after this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have to hard out of 620 because Parker's got to go try to slay some poon. Yeah, bento box. Bento at box. 630. Dude, I think that actually sounds really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you'll make it. You'll be fine. Uh, but you said something about a surrogate, right? Yeah, oh, it's, it's yeah. It definitely ties into Yeah, that. what a perfect tie-in because today's episode, we came in with the song Know Your Enemy by Rage Against the Machine. The song, or this episode, rather, is uh, The Adoption Imposter, Catch Me If You Can. Uh, this is season 18, episode 102. They caught her, by the way, yeah, <laughs> like really yeah, it quick. It wasn't that hard. Um, this uh, This is a weird episode. Oh, yeah. I don't know if. I mean, it's obviously been a trend, but it seems like like four of the last five episodes have been Doctor Phil scams. Yeah, like we're that's we're true. we're trying to alert the public. But about this, this is stuff. different, though. I yeah, feel like you know. Yeah, um, this is a bizarre one. And looking at how many clips, I don't know if we will get through it by six twenty. But if not, yeah. we can make another two parter. Yeah, true. Um, all right, let's watch the first clip. Mom to be claims woman stole her identity and pregnancy pics to dupe prospective adoptive parents. One time, we had a newer client, and she says, I'm speaking with an expectant mom, but something seems off. Her name is Kendra, and she wants to place her baby. I immediately called the number. There was a voicemail. Gabby had created a recording that said, Hi, this is Kendra. I'm not at the phone right now. The same sad, typical voice of Gabby. I knew it was her immediately. No. We know that she did steal someone's identity. She's just terrible. It has to stop. Okay, I'm talking today about a woman named Gabby who has tricked countless couples in multiple states into thinking that she has a baby for them to adopt. Now, Gabby recently took her scheme she to the She just has, like, a basketball under her shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she's doing, like, when, uh, like, in TV shows when kids sneak out of the house and they, they put the pillow. <laughs> yeah, pillows under the blanket. Yeah, pillows under the blanket. <laughs> and have a snore machine going. Yeah. <laughs> she's doing that, but with pregnancy. Next level, by stealing the identity of a young woman, and that young woman is here today. Gabby stole my pregnancy test photos, my pregnancy bump update photos, and my ultrasounds all off of social media. Now, if you're trying to, at home, figure out where her accent's from, it's just anyone who's been on 16 and pregnant. <laughs> it's, it's the fucking signature. Yeah. It's the signature voice of, I want to be on a reality show yeah, and I'm true. pregnant. Not just a reality show, but TLC specifically. Media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my 22-week pregnancy bump photo. And it's one of the photos. 22. Right. Dude, this girl sounds like she learned how to count by counting the weeks she's been pregnant. That <laughs> Gabby had taken from my social media. I found this out about a week and a half ago. I had a woman reach out to me and say that she had been duped using my photos. It's devastating to think that there's somebody out there that received this photo of me thinking that it was going to weird Russian porn. Be a child that they were going to adopt to make. She's all. I sold people feet pics, but I never sold pictures of my belly. <laughs> Their family complete. I couldn't comprehend why anybody would do that. I have not personally met Gabby. I didn't even know who she was before all of this happened. I know there was at least 10 couples that were duped using my photos. I tried to take legal action, but the police said since it was over social media, nothing could be done. All right, that's good to note, is that we can just steal whatever pictures are on Instagram. Yeah, don't. <laughs> no questions asked. Good to know. I reached out directly to Gabby about the incident. She denied all accusations. I'm 24 weeks pregnant. This whole situation has been very stressful. I came all the way to California from South Carolina so that I can do something about this. I'm extremely terrified that Gabby will find out where I live and try to take my baby. I'm also terrified that... <laughs> like it's Rosemary's baby yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. It's... This I do feel bad for this girl, right? Yeah. She's a victim in all of this yeah, more than anyone sense. else. But yeah, that is a weird thing to be like. I just imagine with her baby, there's a bunch of people saying, "Hail Dale Leonard Hart Jr." Hail Dale Hart <laughs> yeah. Jr. But it's so weird. Like we don't. I mean, maybe we'll get indication of it later. Uh, that 
like Gabby knows where she lives. Yeah. But she's all, I flew all the way out from to California from South Carolina. Uh, it was about a 20-minute drive because my address is, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm afraid someone's going to come. Like, we don't know where, we didn't know where she was from. And now she's broadcasting it on TV, you know? Yeah. Couple that got duped will show up to take my child, thinking that they had already adopted my child. I want to stop Gabby from doing this to other couples. Well, Kendra, thank you for joining this conversation. Now, uh, this clip is into the show, isn't it? Or no? Um, no. They start with uh, two people, then. It, it starts with uh, them, and then they go to the other couple. Oh, okay. Thank for being here. She got a hold of your... These yeah, Dr. Two, Phil's weird. Yeah, these two people aren't going to be around for long. Then the couple comes in. Okay. Cool. Ultrasounds, right? Your sonograms, yes. the pictures, and she just took those as her own, and that just became her bona fides for saying, this is me, I'm, I'm pregnant. And she used these to trick at least four different couples that we know of, and there could be more. Just a hint for the future, um, this included like your name and some other information. You, you want to trim that off of those pictures. <laughs> Dr. Fizzall, by the way, you're pretty dumb too for leaving that up there. <laughs> you put them up there, then you, you can share it. Um, but you've had no contact with her, right? I actually did reach out to her whenever I found out. Did she answer? She did. She denied all accusations, and then she blocked me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she's not, you've not had any dialogue with her about these 300 couples, how she's used this. She just backed off completely, right? Yeah, she backed off completely. Yeah, because you know she's not pregnant because she's using your pictures. Good place to cut that clip. Good job, Dr. Phil <laughs> Editors. Uh, so stupid. Yeah. It's so hard to like put this together because it was just like it didn't feel complained, but it wasn't my fault. <laughs> uh, all right. Next clip is website operator claims adoption imposter is methodical, manipulative and just cruel. The imposter's name is Gabby. Gabby contacts families telling them that she's either had a baby or I'm that she's currently. What, what? Oh, that's what the text that came up on the screen. I can't wait to talk about Telling them her. that Hold she's on. either had yeah, it says I'm a birth mom. baby or that she's currently expecting. I can't wait to talk about your meeting. Talk about your meeting your future babies. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. That kid. You. Why would you adopt that kid? I'm <laughs> considering placing the baby up for adoption. I'm pregnant and thinking about adoption. I would describe Gabby as methodical, manipulative, and just cruel. She is. <laughs> she's. She's just like if you don't adopt this baby right now, I'm jumping down the stairs. <laughs> manipulative. <laughs> amazing actress. Gabby always creates. She's an amazing. Dude, that's such a funny way of describing her. <laughs> is an amazing actress. You should I see her. I've so. seen her in productions of Broadway. <laughs> and I'm telling you, you'll never see somebody play Hello Dolly better than Gabby. Okay? When I'm telling when I say that she brings out she makes Barbara Streisand look embarrassing in her production of A Star is Born. Okay? And I'm serious. Yeah, it's like is she a good actor or is she just psychotic and no one else would do this unless they're yeah. insane. Like. Yeah. <laughs> she's like when I say she's an amazing like at first, I was offended by what she was doing. Yeah. And then after like three or four times, I was like, this lady's got to get an agent. <laughs> this is impressive. Yeah. She's a Joaquin Phoenix yeah. of faking birth. Yeah. She convinced pregnant. one person that she was pregnant and Morgan Freeman. That's how good her voices are. <laughs> I will give you this, baby. Yeah. About first. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby always creates a really intense backstory that her father has abused her. She's method. She's a method actress. She's, she gets into it. She's like she like Heath Ledger learned from Gabby. That's how good. <laughs> that's how good her shit is. Yeah, it really is. She actually sent her co-stars a dead baby. Yeah. To get in the role. Or she's been kicked out of the house. She'll remain in character for days and weeks on end. Gabby takes other people's identity from the internet, such as pregnancy photos and ultrasound pictures. She poses as those are her own. 
Gabby would contact families on my site. We have discovered that she has contacted over 300 families in the last two years. Gabby is the type of person that has to have constant contact. Once a family hasn't contacted Gabby back immediately, she goes off the handle. She tells them to go themselves. <laughs> She's all, I got a baby for you. You guys interested? And they're like, uh, we'll do a reply after dinner. <laughs> she actually told one of our clients that after she had miscarried her child, that she should have eaten the child because that's what a good dog would have done. What the fuck? Holy, Holy shit. shit. First off, I don't think dogs do that. Do, yeah. they, do dogs eat their dead children? May, may. No. <laughs> no That's fucking way, that she dude. Knows, yeah. yeah she's all, I've done a lot of research on canines, okay? It's Jesus. specifically larger breeds who do it, but yes, they do. <laughs> that's weird. She's like, oh, you should eat it. Saute it, though. Also, very... also, that's not what a good dog does. Bad dog. Yeah. <laughs> Bad <laughs> dog eats their dead kids. Jeez. God damn. She's like a female Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You should, with a nice father bean. Hannah, get the ball, Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to literally choke her after that. Gabby has absolutely made families afraid. They're terrified that it's her. I've confronted Gabby on the phone 10 times. She laughed at me and said, I bet you just at the idea of catching me. Ga wait, 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 wait. What does she do at the idea of catching her? Um, may rub her clit? Yeah, hold if on. Let's, let's plug it in. She laughed at me and said, I bet you just... Cream your fucking jeans. <laughs> the idea of catching me. Gabby has called... <laughs> hold on. Laughed at me and said, I bet you just... Orgasm until your eyes bleed. It's <laughs> 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 just weird. <laughs> I have one more. Laughed at me and said, I bet you just... Come through your pussy and out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So dirty. I hope my family I, doesn't listen to this episode. Hold on. Laughed at me and said, I bet you just eat a dead dog. It's <laughs> 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 caused me so much stress. Stress on my business, stress on my family. I hate her for what she's done. Gabby is ruining my business. If Gabby doesn't stop, we will have to continue exploring legal action. We just need some way to stop her. She's targeted. All right, so. The production pieces on this clip specifically are great because they're talking to the adoption people. Yeah. And it's just very funny that they made them both dress like Hillary Clinton <laughs> for the production piece. A lot of your We're just going to go Pokemon Go to the adoption <laughs> yeah, yeah, agency yeah. center. <laughs> people, correct? Yes. Yes. And how did you know she had targeted some of your people? Um, we had some families reach out to us. I've known that Gabby was exploring the internet and targeting families since 2015. Okay. And so I knew she was out there. I knew it was just a matter of time before she was gonna reach out. She's 24 now, and by her own admission, she's been doing this since she was 16, so eight years. Okay. This has been going on. I just wonder, like, whenever we hear these scams, like, this lady's not getting any money out of it. Like, no. she's, she's doing it pro bono. Yeah, you know what I mean? And mental. like. Yeah, but like, how does it start? That's that's more than anything. That's what I want to know. Yeah, true. it's just like, was she just like a really good prank phone call person who like, <laughs> she's evolved into this? Like, how do you how do you get into like being like, you know, it'd be hilarious if I made people think they were going to finally get a baby. <laughs> like, dude, that is so sinister. Maybe it's so weird. Yeah, I don't know if it was. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a prank thing. I think. They get into it more later, okay. so I don't want to so spoil it. So you knew about it four years ago. Yeah. So she's been doing it four years before that even, so it's been going on a long time. The first thing that cues us into that's probably her is the family will say, well, I'm speaking to an expectant mother, and um, something seems off. They knew the questions to ask. What a nothing statement to add to this. <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Kozol. Yeah, no, that's what I would have figured. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> Like, can you please provide us with some pregnancy verification, which she would. She would take a photo that what? she had, you know, take it. Will you please provide us with some pregnancy verification? She's like, all right. And she puts on a latex glove. And we're like, no, 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 no. 
<laughs> Just like make sure right. she's like Guess on social media or something. No, 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 no. We're having the C-section <laughs> now. No, I'm doing <laughs> it. I will fucking do it right now. Off the internet that was someone else's, and yeah. she stolen would sonograms that. or mm-hmm. pictures of like a pregnant belly, that it, sort of thing. She would feed you just perfect information. Uh, at one point, um, the first time I ever had contact with her, you know, um, she had messaged me back before she knew who I was or, you know, that I worked for the site. And um, she said, oh, I'm sorry. I was taking my pregnancy nap. Ha ha. What's up? You know. That's not a perfect answer. Yeah. (laughs) That's a really shitty answer. (laughs) (laughs) I was pregnancy napping because I'm pregnant. (laughs) No, like, yeah, that's that's, (laughs) saying you were napping is the like the excuse you give to your grandma is why you missed her first call. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a good answer. Like, so she says these kind of charming beautiful things that what the fuck is this lady talking about (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry i was taking a big old fat shit (laughs) sorry robert frost moved the fuck over this this lady's taking a nap (laughs) this fucking witty bitch fucking (laughs) the new mark twain with all of her fucking great lines that Mm -hmm. it's an adoptive parent's dream to have to have a relationship with an expectant mom especially if they're going to have an open adoption that you know, they get along great, that they're happy, they're laughing, that they're so supportive of this journey they're going through. Right. It's, it's, it's too good. She would find couples' uh, contact details on adoption sites, so she would, sites like your own. She would research the couples online. She uses several different aliases, so she can be working like multiple couples at one time. Yes. Oh, yes. And she gets sympathy by telling sob stories of being a teen with a boyfriend whose father is making them place the child for adoption. So it's like she's a victim in this, so they feel sorry for her. She sends pictures. Oh, so that's probably where she gets off on this. Yeah. It's feeling like people have sympathy. All right, that makes more sense. Pictures of ultrasounds, baby bumps, and she bombards the victims with calls and texts, and as you just pointed out, becomes abusive if she's disbelieved or ignored, even if she's not immediately responded to, it's like, well, maybe you're not the right person for my baby. And she taunts victims once it starts to fall apart and like really uses foul language with them. What it does, it, what does them. it do to, what do they say? They give their heart away. Um, you know, she's so promising. And they always speak about, you know, the adoption journey that these families go through mm-hmm. is long and difficult and filled with emotions. And they think, oh, this is finally going to work. It sounds so promising. It, it rips their heart out. From their V to their A. <laughs> She's like, have I mentioned how great of an actress this lady is? I mean, <laughs> Dr. Phil, she can cry on demand. Meryl Streep meets yes. Dustin Hoffman. She's just like, she could win Best Actress in her sleep. She's so good. And when I say her sleep, I mean her pregnancy nap. <laughs> uh, she was texting and calling 20 times a day, claims woman of adoption imposter. I have always wanted to be a mother. I can't get pregnant because I have polycystic ovary syndrome and I also have endometriosis. We initially... I don't know what any of that means, but it's all big medical jargon. Got together. (laughs) We wanted to have children. We tried IVF treatment. Well, that's your first mistake. (laughs) When that failed, we went for adoption. We tried different websites. About two months ago, Gabby actually contacted me through an online profile. Gabby gave us the name Taylor Harris. She said all the right things. Gabby told us that she was 15, she was pregnant with twin girls. We were already building a crib for one, then we found out we may have twins, so we just started preparing for two. Oh, she that's said she wanted to give up her Yeah, it children. is, but it's also kind of like, I mean, they're probably in a very vulnerable state, but it's weird to just fall for that. <laughs> in yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Is I, I would just be very skeptical until I met the person. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because she needed to be back with her friends. Maybe the dad's just a really shitty carpenter. He's like, it's going to take me five months to build this crib. He's like, I'm going to need a lot of time, so I'll get started as soon as we text somebody. Uh. I believed Gabby. She sent me a video of babies moving in her stomach. I was so excited I even sent it to my mom. Gabby then sent me a text that said, we should go shopping for the twins. 
girl's day. So good. Dude, that's Wait, so was that her mom or that girl? That was Gabby. Oh, God. Dude, that's hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> to make fake plans. <laughs> <laughs> like, the baby is sinister, but just. <laughs> yeah, but it's just. Just to get someone prepared to go to the yeah, mall. Just like some names. I need them now. <laughs> if it's a girl. <laughs> I was hoping, and I know this is a lot of pressure. I know it is. If you guys could name just one of them. Their middle name after my grandmother. That would. <laughs> she would love that. She really would. She's the only one cause survivor. Yeah. I think, I think she deserves She just it. builds a really sad story for the grandma. She actually knew uh, the captain of the Titanic and <laughs> she had a rough life. With her and was an emotional roller coaster. She was texting and calling 20 times a day. And when I would tell her I was busy, she would automatically say, well, maybe you're not the right person for this adoption. When it came to the time... That's really... Was she like, that's really judgy for a 15-year-old pregnant <laughs> yeah. girl? Like, well, I was going to say, like, is what is what they're describing that crazy of, like, a 15-year-old pregnant girl? Like, to be, like, so emotional? I mean, that's... Like, I know that pregnant women have, like, a lot of hormones going through the body anyway. And imagine being so immature. Like, yeah. I would kind of be like, man, this girl needs, you know, some therapy or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> time that we were actually supposed to meet, Gabby's manner changed drastically. She became very forceful with... Um, okay, I'm going to need some explanation on that she first text. Rude, just like your sister. That's why I cut her off. Very... Cord or <laughs> Get off your period, then talk to me. Bye. <laughs> Done with people being rude bitches. Bye. Forceful. You don't have to say bye once. Yeah. With well, she's like, if you still get periods, you're shriveled up. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, ooh, what's that noise? Oh, it's the hollow sound of your body. <laughs> Um, yeah we can we either be productive or i make fun of your reproductive <laughs> you're gonna adopt i don't have to meet you there's nothing you can do about it you want something so bad and i can't produce it so to have someone lie to you and manipulate you but i can direct it and <laughs> i know a great actor too <laughs> The best actor. <laughs> We're looking to cast the part of Gabby. If anyone knows any fantastic actresses. This sucks. This isn't a game for us. This is our life. I think that what she's doing is disgusting. Well, I'm glad you guys are here, and I'm really sorry that this happened to you. I just I can't even imagine what you went through. Now, this was important for both of you. This wasn't just like, hey, let's have children like you. Right. I mean, you right. really wanted to have. That's great interviewing skills by Dr. Phil. <laughs> you guys wanted a kid, right? I'm not, I'm not crazy. All right. Children. Yes. And be a family. And you were contacted by Taylor. She contacted me through a um, adoption website. That's where she found you? That's correct. Okay, and she said she was 15 mm -hmm. and pregnant and three months pregnant, right? No, she three months till she was due. I mean, three months till she was yeah. due. Right. So she was, at this point, you had to start springing into action. <laughs> well, it was just like, don't you fucking correct me, you shriveled up. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. It's all sorry, sorry about that. I'm, I lost my cool back there. Uh, yeah. because I will use your dried up yeah. eggs for breakfast. If you I mean, we've all me lost like stuff, that. right? I've lost my cool. You've lost, you know. But <laughs> you've lost. You've lost your ability to be good for anything. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, bear with me. I mean, uh, I know I'm, sorry, can't I'm sorry. Bear with me, but nurseries <laughs> and plans and all of this made. So, tell me about your first interaction with her. Um, the first time she called me, I was actually at lunch with some of my coworkers, and mm -hmm. I was excited. I talked to her until like my lunch hour was over. She told me all about herself and told me that it was really embarrassing. And I, I would reconfirm whether it's okay. I'm not judgmental. I deal with a lot of different stuff. So just tell me your story. She told me her story. And then I went back to the office. I was like, let me let you go. I'm at work. I'll call you later. And then she just continued to text after that for the, the whole day. Mm -hmm. And did you talk to her? Uh, so that same day, Lauren contacted me while I was at work. We had similar hours. And it just, she told me about Taylor at the time. 
and I got excited. So later that evening, she actually called us. Uh -huh. And so we actually spoke with her on the phone. Right. So that kind of really makes it real, right? It does, yeah. 100%. Because um, now you're, you're talking to her, and she sent a picture, right? Yes. yes. And this was of a young teen couple. Yes. Yes. And the name she used was? Taylor. Taylor and Bailey. Okay, Taylor and Bailey. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And she's 15. Why did she say she was adopting? She said that she knew she couldn't take care of the kids, and she also wanted to go back in, to school and have friends because they were ruining her life. Mm -hmm. And what do you two do for a living? We're both in law We're both acting coaches. <laughs> <laughs> law enforcement. Okay. So you're a couple of cops. Yes. <laughs> Got some narcs on the set? <laughs> I don't like cops. <laughs> He's all, uh, we got some business to take care of. You just see an assistant lock the door. <laughs> We're closed for business. Yeah. Well, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's like, he, Dr. Phil just shows his A-cab tattoo yeah. on his wrist. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you know this. Uh, my name's Dr. Phil Antifa McGraw. <laughs> so you start talking to her, and then all of this texting goes back and forth. When... Now, I just want to make sure. You know what? It's not worth it. What was the ah. first time? Do you want me to do yeah. it? Yeah. All right. Uh, hold on. We just need let's, let some suspense build again. Time. That now, I'm just concerned for your own safety here because your womb is so black, I'm afraid you might shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying that. That needed to be said. She bit at you. Oh that man! <laughs> Thanks. Uh, that was sad. <laughs> I didn't want to do that joke. Uh, Doctor Phil to dad of adoption <laughs> imposter. You just really don't know what all is going on with her. I just want to take a second before the clip, though. I just got this email from uh, Los Rios uh, Community oh, College. Oh shit! Yeah. A student from Sacramento City College has now reported exposure to an individual who is believed to have contracted coronavirus. Uh. County health experts indicate uh, indicate that there are no indications at this or have indicated that there are no indications at this time that members of the campus communities are at risk of potential exposure to the virus. Wow, damn, it's crazy. At least it's not only the, I mean, at least it's only the community college. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Nobody I mean, smart is it's getting All of this back. contraction is happening from somebody who was at UC Davis. Benton oh, really? Hershaw, former guest of the podcast, <laughs> was texting me earlier yeah. that the CDC is at his college. Oh, today. really? Mm -hmm. We should turn him in. Yeah. <laughs> turn him. Uh, but, you know, just cancel college for a week. Yeah. Like, do just it. disinfect all the classrooms. It's worth it. Yeah. Come what on. The fuck, man. Anyway, You'll sorry. people will take a week off for snow. You won't. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Take Dude, they fucking, they, they, cut or they cut classes when the fires were happening. Yeah. Told, yeah, I remember that. This, is, this is, seems dangerous or as dangerous as the fires are, you yeah. know? I don't know. Anyway. Let's get into the next clip. Uh, oh, yeah, the dad one. I just read that one. People don't do things in a pattern without a payoff. So you have to say, if you identify the payoff, you understand why they're doing what they're doing. Oh, my God. And she oh, that's the dad. It yeah. feels like we're missing a clip here. I thought I oh, yeah. Put him in the uh, no, that's, it looks like we skipped this clip. Let's cut to this clip real quick. Okay. A dad of adoption imposter says she... Her, says a shortened life expectancy and trauma contributed to her behaviors. Oh no! But oh wait, wait, no, this is right because the dad's on before the the girl joins later. Yeah, but okay. But it, this seems like the here. Let's hold on. Let's take a look real quick. My daughter Gabrielle is because the girl's there. Hmm. But look, this is like the dad explaining it. Right? Doesn't it seem like they should have the dad give some kind of explanation first? Here, let's look. Yeah, this is probably right. Yeah, the girl's not out here yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My daughter, Gabrielle, is going nowhere but into deeper and deeper trouble. Gabby's mother passed away in 2012. That was the beginning of severe mental problems for Gabby. After her mother died, she started having behavior problems at school. She threw a rock at a teacher's car. 
Gabby was bullied. Because- <laughs> uh, you know, you could say that she was uh, acting out. <laughs> so she was By the dead. way, the dead looks like uh, Phil Spector. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this Phil Spector? No. But oh, Phil Sp- ah, I yeah. see what you did there. You son of a bitch. That was good. <laughs> Gabby finding out that she couldn't have her own child. I believe that's a strong motivation. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Deceiving these parents. She gets possessed by TV shows, which show moms bearing children. She just thinks that it's not fair that she can't experience that part of life. Kylie contacted me. She told me that Gabrielle had infiltrated her clientele. I have heard stories about how Gabby affected some couples and... Um, text messages, Gabby said... I says, mommy, oh, this is the same one. Could go shopping on for twins. Girls day. <laughs> Devastated so them. I regret that most sincerely. I desperately need help for my daughter. I don't excuse Gabby's he's, behavior. He's like, you know what? I'm going to have her adopted. And I actually know this adoption agency. <laughs> Dude, that's a hell that of a Gabby's movie right running. there. That's, <laughs> a, that's a hell of a movie. What used to be an adoption imposter is now the adopted. Dude, Jennifer Garner would totally sign on to that project. Probably. It's called Baby Moms. <laughs> in any way, but I believe if she found the right help, she could get on the right path. Gene, thank you for being here. Um, you've been uh, this is the guy I feel the saddest for. He's like sobbing. It's not fun. Listening to my conversation with your daughter. Yes, sir. Oh, okay, so this must be after we meet Gabby. That's all right. Yeah, so she basically says no. But the other clip was after this for sure because well, the dad's already on stage. Well, now we're just spoiling the episode. Yeah. Now we're just watching this way out of order. Damn this it, is Parker. Dr. Phil's fault, not No, ours. you put it in wrong order. Gabby comes out on stage first. Yeah. Yeah, because look. Are you sure? Yeah. It should be. Sorry. It's I did this put the first. clips in order in my car before this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Adoption Imposter says, I'm sorry to everyone that I've hurt. Why do you think you're here? Because. Here we go. This is This is correct. <laughs> To show my process. We'll, I mean, we'll, <laughs> we'll I, remove the, the clip we just watched. I was pretending to be pregnant and I was telling adoption parents that. And I had this a, is where you pick up the real Oscars, yeah. right? I assume they give you a fake trophy, but then you, you know. She looks like the only baby she's able to give up for adoption is Stewie Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looks like Peter. Oh, okay. That is yeah. baby that I didn't have. She, I mean, to just she just looks like someone who would pretend she's pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> like that yeah. Is. Do you remember the first time you did it? I started at sixteen. I just hashtag hopeful adoptive parents. You can actually tell, dude. That's- Dude, the word adding the word hopeful makes it so much worse. It really does. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up to be like I could find like kind of, you know, whatever lax adopt hopeful adoptive parents, but I'm going to get some real hopeful ones. Yeah, tall. <laughs> oh, like on a profile who's doing adoption, I was using pictures of like friends. I would write a message saying that I was an actual person. I lost my mom at 16, and I moved to a new town, so I lost all my friends. Fuck! Yeah, I do kind of feel bad for her right now. Yeah, but... Losing your mom and then moving? Yeah. Dude, that would blow. That does suck. But she also looks like Woody Allen if he got hit by a car. (laughs) 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 I don't don't know why I lied to these (laughs) people. Why I lied to him? I don't know. <laughs> someone to talk to. How long would you say that you would talk to these couples? Probably four days, and then I would just cut it off. The couple I just got caught with now only lasted five days. How many people would you say you've probably done this? Probably ten. Do you recall the last? I mean, time? Oh, that's not bad in eight years. <laughs> yeah, maybe I did. Those are actually pretty low more. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. That is surprising. Ten, like, ten couples or ten people? Because that's only five couples if it's ten people. Yeah, no that deal. is 
kind of what's what's she what is she on trial there's no crime <laughs> against this team gabby all the way i mean did it a couple months ago they actually found out she's like she's like it, it all stemmed when i realized that my child was actually frank sinatra <laughs> that's when I, <laughs> jack nicholson <laughs> my last name and they messaged my dad Basically, I found out I couldn't have children at 16, and it really messed me up. I'm jealous. Dude, what a rough fucking year. Yeah, that's a bad year. 16, most kids are learning how to drive. Yeah. <laughs> Her mom's dying. She's moving town. She's finding out she's barren. Dude, what a fucking oof. Because they're pregnant, and I can't get pregnant. Have you ever heard of the name of a woman by the name of Kendra? Yes. It was just a big mistake. I just want to say I'm sorry for everyone that I've hurt, but I'm done. It took my team several hours this morning to convince Gabby to leave her dressing room and appear on stage. Gabby... It says, moments ago, <laughs> moments ago, Gabby drew on her face with black marker in the green room. She's just doing vaudeville. <laughs> it's her process. Don't screw up her process. She's like, she won't stop doing Chris Rock bits. <laughs> <laughs> I <d> <laughs> oh, How could I be Gabby? <laughs> I'm black. <laughs> Gabby is white. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> She's like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> she just opens the window. She just points to it. She went out the window. Go get her. I work here. <laughs> oh, you have Jesus. it all over your face. You look ridiculous. Can I see your pen? No. Yes. I can go on TV like this. Can I see Hilarious. To draw all over your face and be like, I can't. What are you guys crazy? I can't go out there like this. Yeah. I look like an idiot. <laughs> you did it. Hiya, hiya. My name's Tina. Oh, she got some pen on her face. Please don't touch me. I'll, I'll do it. Oh, boy. No. Honey. Oh, they're like trying to wipe the marker off her face. Let me do it. Come on, sweetie. Oh. Why is there shoe polish on that rag? <laughs> They're trying to add more. <laughs> They're like, if you're going to do it, really commit to the bit, okay? Yeah, we did it off my hand. This is what you look like. Yeah, you can get it off. Thank you. Psych. <laughs> Dude, that's the fucking best. I got to hear that again. Yeah, you can get it off. Psych. <laughs> she, she said psych. <laughs> the lady's like, oh, thank God. We're going to finally get the show on the road. Oh, come on, girl. Did she put it back on? No, like she gave her the mirror and then said, this is what you look like. And she's like, yeah, you're right. I do look stupid. You can go ahead and take it off. And then the lady's like, thank you. And then she's like, psych. <laughs> oh, wow. And just kept kept her head, face I honestly hidden. think at this point, they're actually waiting on you to get this thing off your okay, face. Okay, do it. I think they're ready. I'm not doing Listen, it. Yes, you are. Listen, I'm gonna be there with you the whole time. I don't wanna go. Why the there f is there a camera? Oh my God. Uh, because this is the Dr. Phil program. Yeah. We fucking record everything. <laughs> I'm hearing that she is finally ready. Bring her out, please. I'm not. No, babe. I don't want any. I know you don't. But yes, you do. You're gonna be fine. I'm here with you. I'm here with you. You're going to be absolutely fine, ma'am. She's like, we're going to exploit you and make you look like a fool on TV. <laughs> You're going to be totally fine. The She's like, if you do this, I lose my fucking job. <laughs> get, Gabby, Gabby, get the fuck out there and sit in that chair, you fatso. You don't want the cattle prod again, do you, I, I will fucking stab you. I swear to God I will. Because <laughs> if you weren't banned then, after that cattle prod, you will be. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Hi, Gabby. Oh, yeah. Have a seat right here. Marianne, thank you. You're welcome. Gabby, do you know how much Sharpies cost? 
Now, I got to ask you, you don't think blackface is funny, do you? Yeah. I'm not joking. I'll, I'll beat your ass you do some racist shit like that on my program again. <laughs> I've already been accused of it, Gabby. I can't afford to have <laughs> well, Gabby, I'm- You're a little bit loony, ain't you? <laughs> You got you got the little dum dums going around in your brain, don't you? It's just like take a seat in the chair. It's empty, just like you. <laughs> I'm glad you're here, and I know this isn't um, it isn't easy or pleasant. And um, if you would look at me, and let's just you and I talk for a minute, okay? Trust me, I don't want to look at you, but it's hurt. it hurts. It hurts me more than it hurts you, all right? <laughs> You're a shark in my eyes. Um, and I, I want you to understand that... Um, I'm a big fan of your acting work. I think, that, <laughs> I think that you've been snubbed several times by the Academy. We, we both know why you're here. And you need to know that I treat... All- Can't. Can you rap? <laughs> I'm just now, to- now, all I need to know, Gabby... How comfortable are you with full frontal nudity? <laughs> the role calls for it. All of my guests with dignity and respect. Nobody's going to be uh, mean or unkind to you here. But I think that this is something that you want to put behind you, right? Yeah. You want this to be over with. and I want to close this chapter. Yeah. And what would it mean to you to close this chapter? Um, apologize. It, it would mean that I could move on to some better crimes, like like a uh, tax fraud and things like that. <laughs> I could make some money doing what I love. Apologize. <laughs> I'm really sorry and understand what I did wrong. Um, I want these charges to be dropped. Mm-hmm. And do you Are understand charges to be dropped? Oh, did she say charges? I think. Ah. And wait. Wrong. Um, I want these charges to be dropped. Dang. Charges. We didn't hear anything about charges. What has she done illegal? I guess identity theft, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she just means like in not yeah, in like, a legal like a, way, but yeah, in, a, yeah. Like court of public opinion. Mm-hmm. And do you understand? And I'm going to let, let these folks talk to you in a second, but. Do you understand the effect, the impact of of what you've done to people that have been hopeful about adopting a baby and you've misled them into thinking that their dream was finally going to come true? Yes, sir. Tell me what effect you think that has on people um, when they find out that it was all a lie. It crushes them and it hurts them. Yep, that's it, Gabby. You really boiled it down, didn't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what we'll have to cut the episode. We have three more clips that I think we can make last till the next episode. Yeah. Um, and then if not, we'll, we'll pull some other stuff just in case. Uh, let's see here. It's 6.05. Parker's got to get out of here. Um, all right, let's plug some dates. What's going on, buddy? Where can... Uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Parker the Newman on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, also, find me on Facebook, Parker Newman, because um, I post stuff on there as well. Um, let's see. Uh, what's the fucking date today? Okay. 27th. Yep. Uh, this Sunday. Um, yeah, this Sunday. Oh, wait. This probably won't be out. Then. Well, it'll be out before Sunday night. Okay, yeah, uh, Sunday night, I will be at Punchline at 7.30, so that'll be Sack fun. Punch? Yes, Sacramento right, Punchline. thank you for verifying. And then, um, let's see, I'll be in Chico. That'll be March 1st. Yes, yeah. and March 26th, I will be in uh, Chico, and then uh, March 21st, I'll be at Show Oak Park. Uh, more details to come soon. Uh, and then March 30th, I'll be with Benton in Reno. Nice. Uh, my friend Zach wants to go to that show in Reno. So, oh really? Yeah. Yep. 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 Shout cool. out to Zach, listener of the pod. Awesome. Friend from high school. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Drew Absher on Instagram at Drew Absher's Dumb. <clears throat> um, 
let's see. I will be in Sunnyvale, California, uh, Wednesday, March fourth. This uh, this upcoming Wednesday, I'll be there. Uh, Wednesday or Friday, March sixth, here at Stab Comedy Theater for the next uh, installment of Camp. Um, uh, you know, comedians telling their scariest stories. March eleventh. This one's big. Um, if you can't make it to camp, totally get it. But March eleventh, uh, I'll be at Laughs Unlimited here in Sacramento. It's a big comedy competition um, that there's a you know th- there's a fair amount riding on uh, as far as like what goes on for me. So if you can make it out to that man, that'd be fucking huge. Um, you know, part of getting judged for the comedy competition is based on crowd reaction. And uh, so if you can make it out to that, that'd be that'd be really big for me. So um, March 11th, it's a Wednesday, shows at 8 o'clock. Message me on Instagram or message the, the podcast Instagram if you're interested, and I'll give you some more details on that. Um, March 20th, I'll be at Round Rock Brewing in Galt. Um, uh, let's see, I had something else here. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, you're fine. <laughs> um, and then... You know that's that's good for right now, and then uh, March fourteenth though, um, live fill my heart. If you're a fan of the podcast, we do live episodes the second Saturday of every single month um, here at Stab Comedy Theater, seventeen ten Broadway. Come on out to that, um, and uh, follow the podcast social media page at Fill My Heart Pod on all social media. Come out to Stab Comedy Theater for shows. Um, they run Thursday through Sunday. Uh, open mic to open mic, but a lot of really fun and interesting comedy in between that. So come out to that. And then lastly, uh, you know, we, we put out last week that we were thinking about doing some kind of Patreon thing. Um, got a lot of positive feedback for it. So we're going to start, start looking into that a lot more. Um, we'll have you guys updated on that kind of stuff very soon. Um, until next week, take it easy guys. Enjoy, enjoy it. Uh, don't die from coronavirus. We'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. See you then.